So, um, Francisco, what's your most embarrassing sports story? Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Um, I have a few, there's a, f- a few I can think of, but I definitely remember, uh, one above all. So this was back, I was probably nine or 10, yeah. uh, played little league baseball and my team was doing, actually we we're doing pretty well. Um, our pitcher was really good. I was playing left field. Um, and he had, I, he had gotten one strikeout and we already gotten one outs and we were winning. So there was like nothing to pay attention to the classic picking daisies. I wasn't picking daisies. I was picking at my glove though and like tying and untying uh, yeah. the strings. Well, I, um, so I think my hand itched or I was just like, I think I got in a new glove. That's what it was. So I was messing around with it because I thought it was cool. Well, I took it like half off, half on. I kept on taking it. Well, then the kid who was up to bat got a hit and it went right at me. Oh my gosh. And so I reach out my glove and the, because it was only half on, the ball takes the glove straight off <laughs> and it lands oh on the ground God. and the ball bounces out. And... Were you in uh, outfield, you said? Or yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I was outfield. And I, I was playing, like, shallow left field. So it was, like, a line drive straight to it. And I wasn't that good at fielding. I was, like, okay at fielding. But um, it was out, But I'm much better now. But back then, it was, you know, I'm 10. You know, you're not right. fantastic. So the fact that I could have caught the ball um, would have been really good for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my self-esteem and to, my coach to see. But, yeah, just click cook the glove right off. And I just kind of stare at it for a second, and they're like, "Throw it in, throw it in!" So I pick it up and throw it. When and uh, and we got the next out. But when I went in, um, my coach said, "He's like, for all the years I've coached baseball, I've never seen the ball actually take someone's glove off." That's hilarious. Um, oh my gosh. So, yeah, yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. Um, I remember, like, mom and dad were like right against the fence. <laughs> Like right there, so Dad was laughing so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> true. What about what about you? Do you got embarrassing sports? Yeah, I have one. Um, not that long ago, actually, <laughs> um, when I was playing a while back, I was playing uh, football, and I, I was on the, what was I? I guess I was playing um, linebacker. I was, I was rushing, trying to blitz the the quarterback in it was seven man football. And I, I go for the quarterback, and um, the running back was protecting him because the quarterback was back to pass. And so the running back was protecting him. And the running back, I, I'm not a very huge guy. I'm like uh, like six foot and like 160 pounds or so. Just a little bit under six feet and 160 pounds. And so this guy, on the other hand, he's like, oh, man, he's like an absolute unit. He's a beefcake with like <laughs> pro- probably like, I don't know, six four, six five, and And he's um, easily probably like 250 pounds and he, and it's all muscles. Yeah. It's, he's just, he's a beast. So I just go in and he, um, he gave a really, I was like going for the quarterback and he just caught me with his arms and he, he gave me a really good push and it sent me back. I didn't like hit the ground, but I was like, um, just caught off balance. And then while I was still trying to get my balance back, like I was kind of leaning back my heels, and my feet, he pushes me again. And so I stumble back again. And that process just repeated for the next like 20 seconds. Like he'd push me. And I'd like lean back and he pushed me again and I leaned back. But I was like stepping back slowly as it happened, so he's toying with you. By the yeah, by the time the play ended, um he'd pushed me like twenty yards <laughs> from where the play's actually going on. And um because he just he's this absolute beast. And uh and so the play's over and he's still like got this like animal uh, look on his face and he's just going at me like I'm I'm not gonna let you get past me. And he he was yeah, great player, but uh that was that was embarrassing. 
But uh, yeah, it was pretty funny though. That's that's pretty great. Um, <laughs> funny to laugh about now. So what? So you put football. Um, you played that at college, I assume. Um, what what sports do you like, or are you good at? I feel like lately the one I've been really into has been um, ultimate frisbee. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ultimate frisbee's the goat. Yeah, just because. I mean, we grew up throwing frisbee around a lot in our um, yard, for sure. Uh, so I guess I've been getting more into it lately because I learned how to throw a different way, uh, and that's been pretty exciting for me. And so I've just been working on that. I've gotten a lot more accurate at throwing, so whenever we go and play, I can do a lot more um, passing than I used to be able to do. I, I've always been a good catcher, I think, but I can do more passing now. So I just, yeah, I've been enjoying it a lot lately. That's sweet. What, what about disc golf? Didn't you, some of your friends get you into that? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I didn't actually go with them that many times just because summer's been busy. Uh, well, I, I was doing it in the summer with them was when they got me into it. Um, but summer got busy, and so we weren't able to get out to do it too many times. But when I did go, it was fun. The, the first day was, was pretty bad. I ended uh, way over par, uh, but I I'd really had barely ever done it before. So after that, at the end of that day, one of my friends actually showed me like a, how to throw it. Um, I was trying to throw like a frisbee, but like the disc golf discs are a pretty different frisbee. Yeah, they're yeah. they're a lot flatter and they're just a different material. So he showed me how to throw it at the end of the day, and after that, um, the next time I I did it, it was a lot better because I just I knew what I was doing. So it was, nice. it was more like I got a par. So oh, okay, that's not that bad. Yeah. So I I enjoyed uh, disc golf. Again, not as much. I would say as ultimate frisbee, I like the activity of ultimate frisbee. They're actually running around. I like running sports a lot. Um, I like being more active than uh, frisbee golf. Seems to me just kind of like a an old man's game a little bit. Yeah. Just because it's a little bit like golf, and I've always thought of that as kind of a not that that is an old man's game really. Like a lot of young guys play it, but I've always thought of it as kind of just like a a very low key sport. But um, yeah. But what about you? What, what sports have you been getting into lately? Well, I don't know if I've gotten into anything new. Um, but I mean, volleyball is always my top sport to play. Yeah. Um, since oh, of course Nate and I both played on a uh, volleyball club team, I guess you call it, um, through middle school and high school. Yeah. And then I played on a college club team my junior and senior year of college, um, and played. I mean, well, played intramurals and stuff. So I just played volleyball. And all sand, the time. we like sand. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. Indoor I mean, we play, sand. play volleyball. Like any opportunity I have to play volleyball, I will play volleyball. Um, so, I mean, I just feel like I've gotten better, definitely better at my, my passing, I think continues to get better and my hitting, like, mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like your hitter, hitting's gotten a lot better. Like when you were in high school, hitting but, was subpar in high school, but, but now it's, it's, you're a really yeah. good hitter. Yeah. So that, I mean, I just, I just love volleyball so much. Um, it's a really satisfying sport. Uh, and then, uh, a frisbee, I mean, uh, yeah, frisbee's always great. Uh, chasing the disc down is so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, but lifting um i like you know i really like lifting you know right. hit a i hit did hit some uh, prs at the beginning of the summer um but then like you said summer got busy For what same. kind of lift so like bench or uh bench and uh overhead press okay. yeah. um i squats i keep low because my knees are pretty bad yeah um so that was yeah that's pretty fun and i just like running i mean that's that's not yeah. its own sport oh yeah we both say. we both did running in high school too ran track but yeah i would kind of i wish i could do hurdles again Part of me wishes I could do hurdles again. My knees don't wish I could do them again. But um, we, we did that. Uh, I miss I miss the four by four. Like I got to do that a little bit, and I, I love that. Yeah, that's especially just a fun being race. anchor for that. It's such a good race. I kind of want to start playing rugby. 
it looks i know tom our older brother played it um and there's a rugby club at the college that my monastery is at um and they're kind of teasing me to try to get me to play hmm, that'd be um, awesome which would be sweet but i don't know if that would work but i would i i've been told You'd i would good. play a, a good wing yeah um, but. but yeah because you're fast and you're also you're more built than you used to be so you could you could play pretty well at that i think um, i've never played rugby it always looks like a cool sport though it's like it's it's, a, it's such a funny sport to watch, like the the scrum when they like they all yeah. get in interlocked with each other and they're like contesting for the ball. It's it's a funny sport. Yeah, I really really wish I could I've yeah, I really wish I could have played hockey. I still want to try to play hockey. Oh, that'd be awesome. I love ice skating, um, and this the prospect of being able to body slam someone is really really appealing. <laughs> of course, to me. Um, choleric man over here. Hey, you know what? It's but, okay. But um, yeah, sports. Um, uh, I guess like you, while we're talking about sports, yeah. uh, it just uh, well since we are a show that uh, deals with like questions about why we have this practice or why we might believe this or that. I guess one thing I've thought of is why play sports um, from kind of an academic point of view. What what do you think is are the benefits of sports? Oh well, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, scientifically, there isn't a lot of proof for uh, why they're good. But I think personally, uh, for me, the, the two biggest that it helps me with is just um, st- stability in my routine uh, and in uh, just, like, discipline. So, I mean, I'm a pretty disciplined person, um, but having a set either workout routine or, um, you know, practicing for a particular sport... Um, if you don't, you know, I, I really like recently I heard practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes better. Hmm. Um, and I really like that. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm lifting or I'm, you know, running or doing all these things. Not to make myself perfect, but to make myself better. Mm-hmm. And sports teaches me how to have discipline so that it, and I do enjoy them, which makes the discipline a little bit easier. Right. So that then I can still have that level of discipline, maybe in things I'm not as thrilled about doing. Mm-hmm. Or that take a little bit more effort, um, but also they just they really help um, my overall mental and spiritual health. So that you know we need to train our body, our mind, and our souls. Yeah. And uh, for me, it's it's much easier to maintain a prayer routine if I have a workout routine, uh, and to uh, it just resets you know my maybe some of my self negativity or being too much in my head if I. Just work out. It's like, yeah, you know what? Some of that stuff that I was worried about, some of those things I was getting anxious or afraid of, like, they're not nearly as big of a deal as I let myself think that they were. Yeah, no, that's huge. And I, I like what you were pointing out about the, the idea that our lives are holistic. And if you neglect one part uh, of your life, be it your body, your mind, or your soul, other parts are going to suffer because of it. But on the other hand, if you build uh, each category up, the whole is going to thrive and they're going to benefit from, from one another. They're yeah, so complementary. Sure. And for me, I think you mentioned discipline. Uh, for me, it's kind of, I guess, a two, it helps me be disciplined in two ways. One, it builds a habit of discipline because I think often we think of discipline as uh, sticking to the good habits. But in fact, in my mind, you need to have a habit of discipline. Yeah, Like yeah. discipline is habitual. If you spend all your time just like eating foods you know you shouldn't, and, you know, binge watching shows when, you know, you should be doing something active or just wasting time. Um, it's not just undisciplined. It's depleting the habit of discipline. So it's it's harder to be disciplined in the future. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, if you spend time 
you know, maybe it's in the gym. You're like, okay, I don't want to do this last set. Or maybe you don't even want to go for a run or workout at all. But you just push yourself through and you, you kind of overcome that difficulty and you, that challenge. You come overcome the, the mental game with yourself. Um, that teaches in your own mind, okay, now I'm beginning to form the habit of discipline. And you do that over time. Uh, it helps, of course, working out more and more. But also helps you when you are tempted to being undisciplined with school. For me, I've found that when I'm working out better, my school is more disciplined also. Yeah, for sure. My spiritual life is more disciplined in good ways. And and the second way, not just the because the first way I'm saying is it helps the, that build the habit of discipline. The second way it helps my life be more disciplined when I when I work out or when I engage in athletics, is um, I guess this feeling of uh, accomplishment or satisfaction that comes. So when you you know you've exhausted your body for a day, yeah. I, uh, you feel good. You, it feels good to be like that good kind of tired, and then I'm more ready and eager to get into something mental or spiritual like prayer or or studying that I otherwise wouldn't want to because I I used to kind of think of it wrongly as oh your body's kind of like a battery like you know it's charged up and uh when you don't use it that's when it's fully charged Mm -hmm. and you can expend it but really I found the last few months it's only when I expend energy when I go and work out even if I don't feel like it that's actually where I get a boost of energy ironically from expending energy I get energy so it, it helps me to be disciplined just by um, knowing that I've, I've worked out for the day and it helps me do other things. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And also kind of on that realm of discipline, um, being disciplined in, in areas that like against sin, uh, like, um, you know, holding fast. If I can tell myself like, well, you know, I pushed that little extra hard in the gym, like something I didn't want to do, but I did it. Here's something I want to do that might be just as hard as to resist doing but like i know that like i have the mental and physical toughness to it right i'm going to treat this the same way but also you talked about expending energy um especially you know when you're younger um you have a lot of uh like hormonal energy mm-hmm. that you need to expend it yeah. uh endorphins to release and all that stuff and you know uh society tells us to re- find them one way or just there are so many other avenues but working out is a really good way to release those right. and to get that out of your system. And one, it is such so good because one, it's uh, it's building you up. It's actually mm-hmm. making you healthier. Right. Uh, but two, it's now when you face with those other things, they're less alluring because yeah. you've kind of already like released some of those things. Right. Um, and then last, it builds self control. Yeah, yeah, self control, which is so important. Uh, so la- lastly, I think it also sports, whether they're competitions or a personal thing like lifting running by yourself they teach you patience and mm-hmm. perseverance yeah. patience with yourself that okay um i have to do this every day i have to try a little bit more every day mm-hmm. and that maybe i won't see the results i want to see immediately but you keep on trying and perseverance that okay this really really sucks right now this last 400 is going to be horrible or i don't i don't want to you know practice setting another basketball right <laughs> uh in preparation for sitting volleyball i just i don't want to do it anymore um or losing like right. i'm so tired of losing i just want to give up it's like no you got to persevere through the pain um through the loss uh, so that the victory which may or may not be on the court um you know it, when you receive it it you know you receive it well and not in this spirit of you know exuberant pride that's all about yourself right and that idea of perseverance that sports brings out is just such a good moral lesson it's essential to us as we kind of as we strive through an admittedly difficult and long life 
where we need to choose what is right and good mm-hmm. and we need to overcome hard challenges oftentimes that sometimes seem more numerous than the good times we need to overcome that and, and work towards improving ourselves and so sports really helps with that um and one more thing i think sports builds the right um kind of perseverance or the right mindset of perseverance because i think um uh if someone approaches perseverance as a kind of um, commitment that I'm just going to be great for the rest of my life, or I'm going to commit to making every decision from now on correctly, then they're eventually going to fail and get discouraged and ask why. Mm. But on the other hand, if you just persevere, because I think I've found that real perseverance is simply um, deciding you're going to do the next best thing, like the whatever decision or challenge comes to you next, maybe be in the next minute or next hour, next day, you make the best decision there and you, and you try to be disciplined and, and uh, face temptations and challenges best there rather than promising to do it your whole life. You just focus on the next one because you got to do that in sports. If you go into a sports game and you think, uh, say it's like a, a basketball game and you think, okay, I'm going to make every single shot right. I got to make sure I do everything correctly. You're going to get intimidated by that and overwhelmed. Um, but the right kind of perseverance to have with sports and with life is, okay, the next shot I take, I'm going to make sure I do my form correctly. Or the next time I spike the volleyball, I'm going to make sure that's correct. And all those little decisions along the way add up to success in the end. Well, and so nature of sports, of course, is competition. Um, And, you know, we talked about toxic masculinity a while ago. Um, I feel like competition is an area where people talk about toxic masculinity that like, Oh, oh, like these guys are just trying to be too macho whatever, and I'm not trying to bring that back up, but more I want to talk about competition. Um, is competition a good thing? I, I feel like I get very different opinions from people that are like, oh, you're, especially talk to me, like, you're way too competitive about this. You care too much. Um, maybe I do sometimes, but I don't right. like being told you care too much about this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you talk about Olympic athletes, of course, they're 100% competitive. Um, do they care too much? Is it bad that they care so much? Right. Um, is competition an objectively immoral thing? Can it be immoral? Is it mor- moral? Yeah, um, I mean, some people but, argue that it's uncharitable to, yeah. to want to beat your, you know, your opponent or to really um, aggressively do whatever it takes to beat your opponent. Some people think that's, like like you said, immoral. So, yeah, I guess my question and your question that we're probably both thinking of is, is, is um, how should we think of competition or competitive spirit? Is it a good thing or bad thing? Um, I think a competitive spirit that strives uh, for to do your best um, in the light of the, like whatever sport you're playing to like I want to I, I'm gonna be my best that's that's what the Christian is call is is to be your best with the grace that God gives you so in sports competition is like the desire to be your best with the talent that you have mm-hmm. and if that means your talent is better than someone else's it's it means you beat them uh, I don't think that's bad. Right. Um, that, like, I respect you by saying you're worth me giving my all to this sport. Yeah. If I say, well, I am i can't play as hard as I can because it's rude, that's basically saying, like, I think you're inferior, so mm-hmm. I'm going to play inferiorly to make you feel better. No. Right. that's To me, that's insulting. Other people, they might not find that insulting, but I do. Um, yeah, you, you need to – what you're saying, I think, is a competitive spirit almost is a way of showing respect to your opponent. Yeah. Although the the challenge comes, sometimes people can get a little bit too caught up in competition. Oh, absolutely. And they can get angry at 
not just uh, the fact that maybe they're losing, but even angry at the particular people they're playing against. Yeah. Like someone slide tackles you and you start cussing them out, get in a fight. That I think you'd agree there's an extreme that competition can take where people oh, for sure. start becoming uncharitable. Oh, yeah, no, it absolutely can. But I don't think it objectively is that by nature. Right. I think it can. If you t- competition take taken too far, just like any good thing taken too far, uh, is just it becomes bad. Mm-hmm. Um, or in the wrong context. Yeah, yeah, it becomes excessive. And if if our competition starts tearing other people down, um, I want... I wonder how much it is competition because the word competition has the word com in it, which means with. Um, so I feel like competition taken too far becomes like, I don't know, this is not a word, but unipetition, that it's just about me. Um, and I, I want to be the like to trounce or whatever. Uh, but, you know, competition is actually biblical. St. Paul talks about on more than one occasion. Uh, using the example of a runner who wins the race. Um, he says, run so as to compete mm-hmm. um, and to win. It doesn't say run so as to, like, all hold hands at the finish line. Right. It says run so as to win. Uh, he also talks about the spiritual journey. Uh, like, I've fought the f- good fight. Mm-hmm. I have finished the race. Right. Um, I've kept the faith. All, all of those images that he's using about persevering in the faith, he's using sports as kind of an example. Uh, metaphor Um, and then lastly i think it's in romans he says uh outdo one another in showing generosity right so Um, a kind of spiritual competition he's encouraging he's not saying this is something bad that you've been doing he's saying you should really have a kind of competitive way of approaching um improving yourselves yeah no i think that's a good point because um like you said anything uh, many things in our life can be bad if we draw them out uh, to some extreme. So even competition can be bad if we take it to some, some ex- aggressive, excessive extreme. But the issue there is probably more something personal. It's not having to yeah. do with the competition or with the sport. It's having to do with maybe the person playing the sport has some unresolved anger or, or pride. And mm-hmm. the point is competition in and of itself is not wrong. It's, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think you hit pride right on the head. I think that's where bad instances of competition or where sports goes starts to go awry is you know pride in comparison i thinking i'm better than you therefore you don't merit to play with me or against me or oh gosh you're way better than me i'm not worth anything i should just give up you know both of those are very uh bad things that sports can lead us to right yeah well both of those um kind of like you said i'm glad you identified them both being related to pride because a lot of people think pride is only in sports and stuff is only when you are the guy who's cocky and says he's the best. Mm-hmm. But it can honestly be um, even take the form of uh, believing you're the worst, maybe at a sport, because deep down inside there's a pride that says you want to be the best and you deserve to be the best at everything. And so when you see someone be better than you at a given sport, pride can kind of show up in the way that you get jealous of them, you uh, have low self-esteem, those kind of things. And those are both legitimate and sadly common dangers, I think, in sports. Um, another, though, is that can come up, and I've experienced this in my life, is uh, misdirection of priorities. Mm, yeah, So, sure. um, you know, you, you take sports, and of course, it's often more enjoyable than other duties that we have in our lives, including school and all that. And so it's easy to get caught up in that. And, and not even sometimes willingly, sometimes there are the demands of practices and, and coaches wanting us to maybe show up early or to do this or that or just improve our lives um, athletically. 
we can kind of forget to improve our lives spiritually or intellectually. We can set aside uh, the academic life in favor of just uh, making sure we learn how to shoot that three-pointer or whatever it is. Like, it, it, there is a danger that can enter in between, on one hand, it, it being something that deserves some of our time. We need to put some time into it. But also, it is a fun thing and it's tempting to just put it at the top of our priorities rather than in its proper place. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I definitely have done that. You know, even as a monk, um, I've sometimes found myself more willing um, to carve out time in my day to make sure I go work out or run than to do to carve out time to go pray. Mm-hmm. And that's just totally wrong because um, at the end of the day, St. Paul also does say that uh, physical competition uh, only has some merit. Yeah. Um, whereas spiritual pursuits have unlimited merit mm-hmm. uh, because they're founded in Christ and in eternity. So, yeah, but I mean, in the end, uh, I think sports are, sports are certainly advantageous for us to, uh, you know, indulge, not indulge, <laughs> participate in. Um, but um, I, I, I think they're a way in which we can participate in the transcendentals as we've talked about, mm-hmm. you know, a, a beautiful, we hit baseball, um, an objectively like good play, like that you know achieves yeah. the goal for or good sportsmanship. Yeah, exactly. Instance of goodness, and even the objectivity that comes along with uh, the rules of sports, kind of reveals a way. Uh, it's an instance of truth, I think, uh, which I think is really great that we still have that in our society because many people nowadays want to abolish kind of um, objective. Uh, rules and regulations that go into established uh, parts of society. But with sports, you know, we have this um, sense that, okay, you got to follow the rules, right? Mm, yeah. And a football, a football field is always 100 yards, right? And uh, doing this or that is always going to draw a foul or a penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, a ball is a ball, a strike is a strike. There's this objectivity that comes in where we see truth in a really cool way, um, I think, because we don't see it many places nowadays. We see a lot of people just uh, with a subjective view of truth, um, but in sports you got to accept the rules or you can't play the game. Yeah, there's objectivity there, and, and so there's truth there. There's goodness in that um, because it teaches we, we got to accept the results, and you have good sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. And there is beauty to it because w- when a game is played well with the right rules and regulations, and you know the players try their best, there are beautiful plays, and it's just it's a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, it's it's a ton of fun, and and it's it it should inspire us to kind of pursue something like harder or better you know yeah you're seeing like a really well-played game or whether it's baseball football or whatever i know for me it kind of like oh i, I want to do something like that like i want to try harder in what mm-hmm. i'm doing even if i can't play that sport as well i want to try hard in the sport i can play it draws you out of yourself exactly and that's what the transcendentals are supposed to do mm-hmm. so um so who knows and you know next time you shoot a hoop shoot some hoops with a friend or uh, you pass a volleyball around or throw a frisbee um you know it's it is something beautiful and mm-hmm. maybe think about that a little bit more and, and be grateful that God has given us the ability to compete and to play with others uh, for his glory and not for our own um, yeah. yeah awesome well thank you guys for uh, listening with us for another episode of uh, all good in the brotherhood podcast and uh, yeah we'll see you next time God bless.